on today's show. I'm very excited about today's guest. Golden Globe winning actress. I believe she could play anything. And star of A Quiet Place 2. And she's hot. Emily Blunt. So she's got the double whammy. Like show business, there's hey no now. business I know. Everything about it is appealing. <laughs> Come on, that's called a mashup. What Woo. I'm doing right there, Woo. people love it. I'm singing a whole different song, yet it all works. No business like show business, there's no business I know. Everything about it is inviting. See what I'm doing? That's called a mashup, everybody. You learn something new every day on this show. I'm multi-talented. I can mash up. When will that be coming out so we can that, get it? That is, scheduled, that is slated for <laughs> later uh, in the summer, actually. Uh, I keep innovating. Uh, I just keep going on. I'm an entertainment machine. Hey now, everybody. Good morning. Hey now. What an exciting day. Yes, we all hey got now. together yesterday, had an exciting morning. Um, a friend of mine called me the other night and said, um, Howard, I have to ask you a question about your show. I, and I, was, I said, oh, this is probably maybe about Seth Rogen and his fabulous uh, interview. What could it be that my friend wants to know? He said, um, do you think you could ever get Handjob Connie on the show to talk to you and, and do a full interview with her? And I said, Handjob Connie. He wants the in-depth interview with Handjob Connie. <laughs> and I was feeling uh, very, very proud of myself about yesterday's show. And, you know, so many different things weaving into the tapestry of this show, juggling all the different sound effects and characters and and i went it all comes down to hand job connie doesn't it? <laughs> it is a great story ronnie told the story yesterday of course about hand job connie hand job connie uh was a woman a young girl actually when when ronnie was in high school she might i thought about a hand job connie if she's still alive is in her 70s now and who knows Whoa. she might have she might have either gone down the path of sexual uh, exploits or she might have become a nun. You just don't know what happened to her. But um, Well, that's what everybody wants to know. What happened to Hannah? What happened? <laughs> so I, I, I really don't know if we can track John, track John, track down Handjob Connie. Um, in fact, I would have bumped you uh, Emily Blunt. You wonder how a person whose life starts out that way. Yeah. Turns out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, it's a rather dark story, but a fascinating one. Because uh, Beth said to me, who is this uh, handjob Connie? And I started explaining. She goes, oh, oh, gross, gross. You know, you know, like, she didn't even want She asked me, and then I start telling her. And as soon as she hears it's something from Ronnie's past, then she knows it's going to be yeah. insane. Close that you know? door immediately before it! everything gets out. Yeah. Ron, what are the odds of us finding Handjob Connie? In other words, I know you're not on Facebook or anything like that, <clears throat> but have you ever tried to find her? Like, you must know her last name, which I don't advise you to give out here, but right, you, right. do you think you I do could know, track I do her? Know her? I do know her last name. Um, I haven't seen her probably since I was 
18. Right. Uh, I have no idea what's happened to her. No clue. What if we found out she was now the head of the Federal Reserve? And is, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, she could be in Biden's cabinet. <laughs> For those of you who didn't hear the show, Ron, uh, explain again who handjob Connie is, if you don't mind going through it. Okay. So uh, a friend of mine, I didn't see, I didn't even know this girl at all. Um, she didn't go to our school. She, she lived in a different area, not far, but a different area where, you know, she wouldn't be in our school district. But somehow, I, I don't even remember how he found this girl, but, um, he told, he comes to me one day and he goes, you're not going to believe this dude. He goes, this girl, <laughs> you call her up on the phone and you tell her, uh, so-and-so recommend it, it, it was like a chain link. It went down the line of people getting her number and it would just be, you would pick up the phone, you would call her up and say, Hey, so-and-so gave me your number. And, uh, you know, I'd like to meet you. And she would tell you, you know, meet me at this corner at this time. And she would get in your car and you would go park around the corner somewhere where it was quiet, not far from the area where you would pick her up. And, um, uh, she would get in your car and she would, wouldn't say, wouldn't even talk. She would just say hello and goodbye, basically. And you would take out. Was she good looking? She, she was cute. She wasn't the best looking girl, right. but she wasn't ugly. I mean, she was very like, very plain Jane, like very right. stringy blonde hair and blue eyes and stuff like that. But okay. I mean, if you saw her in the street, you would think hey, she's an av- average girl, you know? Right, right. Dress the part even of, you know, being like the way she was or anything. She would be in like, you know, jeans and, and just a, a T-shirt or something like that or whatever. And you would pick her up. Like I said, you would go a few blocks away to a quiet spot. And uh, I, I would always take, there was this like little, little corner street Wait, it was almost like being down in the village. It was a very quiet little narrow street. And it was behind a bunch of like, um, like these, uh, it was like stores and then there would be apartments above them. And then it would be like an alleyway street. And I was always, I always go down the alleyway street and park behind like one of the stores. And you would take out your dick. She would jerk you off. She would stare in your face as she did it. And when you would come, you would come on a hand and she brought her own tissues and everything. And, and then she would just open the door and get out of the car. Never, <laughs> never, say, never say a fucking word. She never even asked for a ride back. She just nope. got out of the car. No, nope. she would just, get, she would just get out of the car because that was the whole idea. She was close to where I guess she lived. Nobody, and that was the other thing. Nobody knew where she really lived. Right. You know, where a house was, how far it was from this spot or whatever it was where you would meet her. And it was always be the same spot where you meet her. So it had to were, be close. Were you to allowed? We, I have a couple of questions. Were you allowed to uh, touch her? No. No. Would she no. show you like titty or uh, no, like nothing. Nothing. nothing? In other words, it was all from the hand that she would stimulate you. Did she right. use any kind of lubrication or was it just no, rubbing your dick? No, she was, she was good, man. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, at eight, 17, 18 years old, man, it didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> whether she was take much. Night, you, you know, just somebody was touching your dick. You didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, how many times? Good hand eye coordination. Hey, how many times did you actually see her? Probably 
It wasn't a lot, maybe five or six times. And then, and then she, then she disappeared. It was like, no, nobody can get in touch with her anymore. Either that or, um, and you know, there, there were really, there wasn't cell phones. So I guess she would call in her house. Well, maybe, is it possible she was killed? Like, seriously, I mean, what a dangerous thing to to get into strange guys' cars and give them hand jobs. You you know, and word was getting around. You know, call me selfish, but whenever I hear that story, I'd be like, your friend was really nice to give you the number. I would be like, fuck this. I don't want her to get burned out. Like, I just want this number for myself. And I remember me in high school, I would have called her every other day. I mean, I could have used that hand job. You know what I mean? You know what? She wouldn't always, she wouldn't always be ready to do it like you could mm. call her sometimes and she would just go you know not not today you know and that, and that she'd hang up the phone and that was it wow. and then you would you would try again and, and you some days you would luck out you know right wow wow i wonder what that what a psychiatrist would say about that like she got in the car and jerked off strangers right. and then left and then and, and never said a word no, and like what was well, she would it, what say was like it? hi, and she you know it would be like she she was very strange. She had this like blank look on her face all the time. <laughs> very you know, it was crazy. Very plain Jane with a face full of cum. <laughs> what is that puppet? Faint, plain Jane face with a face full of cum. <laughs> did, did, did anybody ever try to go further with her? Like, did any of your friends or you ever try to like like maybe? Start she a relationship. T- she wouldn't let you, man. She wouldn't let you touch her. Uh, you, you, you couldn't even talk to her because she would. She would really like be. I'm telling you, it was weird. She would. But did anyone have this blank stare on her face? You know. Do you, do, is it possible she had a um, like she was slow, like a slow adult? Like um, she didn't seem did, that way, not at all. Because hmm. when you <laughs> talked to her on the phone, she seemed fine. Right. Did, did anyone try to see her when you would see her in person? Though she wouldn't talk. You couldn't well, talk to her. Like, you know, you you would, I mean, I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but I'm sure we tried to, like, say, hey, you want to go out one night or something like that, you know, and she would never, she wouldn't answer. She wouldn't talk. And and, and, and she never charged for it. In other words, nope. it was never nope. like a hooker. Nope. Wow. Nope. Mm-mm. Fascinating story. I mean, it, yeah, it, it was it was wild. I'm trying to get great. a hold of her, so I want to option this and for And she a was film. your age, your age. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she was a year younger. But yeah, she wasn't like uh, you know, like thirteen or something. She she was like no, I mean you know. she wasn't an older woman either. She was no. like a no, kid no, like no, you. No. Yeah, yep. I'm picturing for the film, uh, like when Jodie Foster was now that type of look, right. uh, <laughs> you know, getting into Ronnie's car. Yeah, it was crazy. You know. It was really crazy. And, I, and when my friend told me about it, I didn't freaking believe it. <laughs> you yeah, know, you probably thought like, you were being set up. You know, like like hey, this thing, this is a goof. Yeah, right. Or was some some really weirdo or something, you know. Well, she was weird, but like, I mean, you could you could look at her and you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't run away, you know. Basically, if you saw her on the street, and, and or you were in a bar, and you know, you sat was sitting next to her, and she said, "Could you buy me a drink?" You would buy her a drink. She wasn't ugly, you know. Did you um? Did you know? Did she did she know her name was Handjob Connie? Or do you, or you guys kept that quiet? We we kept that quiet, right? What do you think of Emma Stone as Handjob Connie? I could see her <laughs> handling this. Awesome. I was thinking Scarlett Johansson. She's got a nice set of knockers. 
like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> oh, you guys are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, you guys I, are thinking I, overtime. I, yeah, really. No, you need you need like a a, a plain Jane looking actress. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever think you were like falling for her a little bit? Like one day it would be Ronnie and Connie Mund. No, 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 no. I had a girlfriend, so I didn't, you know. And funny right. part was my girlfriend lived near that area. Mm -hmm. So you could have gotten caught. <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, I guess I could have gotten caught. <laughs> Love triangle. That, you know, yeah. back then, who cared? What were you doing with handjob, Connie? <laughs> was it a great handjob? We were oh, praying. She was good. She was real good, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Well, I, I, you know, at, at 17, like I said, 17, 18, it's like, you know, anybody touches your dick, who cares? I got to tell you, I mean, I would have died for a handjob, Connie. When I was like that age. I mean, you I could have really. A hand job, Connie. I, that's the sad thing about me. I would have been, I would have fallen in love with handjob, Connie, because I would be like, oh my God, I think I'm in love. Because yeah. anyone I met, I was in love with. Anybody who would have me, I would be in love with. I was so desperate for any kind of love. And, um, I wasn't used to anyone being kind to me or, you know, like that. So if somebody would have been nice enough to, uh, let me call them and then give me a hand job, I think I might have, I might have actually attempted to, uh, excuse me, uh, maybe we have uh, something going on here. Let's go out on a date. Yeah. Would have ruined everything. You, you just got, got further just, into the, the what? Go ahead, hey, Rob. When you get further into the relationship, Howard, you know, like you're looking around a room at a party and you're wondering know. how many guys she's drinking. I know everyone's off. like, hey, there's Handjob Connie. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, man, fuck you. It's my girlfriend. Yeah, it, it didn't you seem married like her, she, you idiot? <laughs> it, 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 wouldn't, it didn't seem like she was the kind of, at that time, like the kind of girl who got involved with anybody. She right. was very, very strange. You could tell like that. Like she was very into herself type thing well know, you never said to her how you, it all started the origin story yeah you know uh she was hit by lightning i believe because <laughs> it's such a weird act to give someone a hand job and then like not even be involved i mean and me at that age like when she touched my zipper i would have come i don't even think she wouldn't <laughs> we would have gotten as far as the hand job i, I probably would have well, just jacked off of my pants it didn't take long believe me it, it, i bet you know, yeah it didn't take long it was very and she, quick. And she I would just, like I said, she would just get out of the car and walk away. Nothing. Got out of my Model T and walked down the street. No, you know what I mean about your friend, your friend who, my, six, your friend, my 69 Roadrunner. <laughs> your, your friend who gave you the number. Right. What, what, a, what a nice guy, because I would have been possessive of that number and her hand jobs. You know, like I wouldn't have shared it. I know that about myself. Yeah. Like well, I wouldn't have said, this, hey, Ronnie, go get a hand job. I used to hang out with this guy a lot. And we, we used to come across some very weird situations because we both had just gotten our driver's license and uh we used to go out at night and like cruise areas like where <laughs> girls would hang out you know yeah and put them in the night, trunk of your car no 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 yeah. one night one night you got we, the duct uh, tape we went out <laughs> in his car we went on his car one night and we were in um just past elmont on Hempstead turnpike sure and it, a bunch of girls would hang out near this diner, in, like hey, by hey. the parking lot, and it, in this, it was the summertime. We'd go out and we just, you know, cruise the the avenue, whatever you want to call it, the boulevard. We called it the Vagina Mile, and we found we pick up we pick up these two girls at this diner, 
at the parking lot and we're talking to them and we're yakking with them and stuff. And we made a date with them and we picked them up like Friday night and we went to it. It was still driving movies. We went to the Westbury drive-in <laughs> and uh, we're, we're all in the same car. So, you know, we're watching the movie and then we're making out with these chicks and stuff like that. And then he decides, I guess he was going to go a little further with this girl. And he brought a sheet with him and he hung, he hung, he hung it up. He hung it up between the front seat and the back seat. He brought a little house. Like, oh my God. Like, he was ready. He, he was like, uh, he had like, it was like tape. He had duct tape, like duct tape. And, <laughs> and he, made, he made, he put up, he made like a partition. He, he put That's up right. Seat. You had separate rooms. Yeah. We had separate It was like a limo. Rooms. Like I couldn't see the fucking. I couldn't see the fucking movie though. I was in the back seat and I couldn't see the movie. I could, I could only hear it. Wow! Did you lose touch with that guy? You know what? The funny thing is, uh, he direct messaged me about three months ago, four months ago. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, and we t and he gave me his phone number when we talked. We talked oh, about yeah. old times and shit. It was funny. Movie time, Mike. Yeah. You know, yeah, you had some. Is, yeah, his name is Mike. Yeah, his I name is you. Mike. You know, it's funny. <laughs> the puppet's becoming you. I, you know, it's yeah. funny because you had some really good experiences. I just remember really bad experiences like that. Like, I remember in high school, I was with this guy, and we had learned about a party line. It, back, back when I was in high school, there was this weird thing happening. You could dial certain phone numbers. And tons of kids would just be on there. This right. was before the internet or anything. So you'd go right. on and like you'd hear a girl's voice and all the guys would be going, Hey, hey, talk to me. Here's my number. <laughs> Call me privately. Call me privately. That it was nuts. It was like, it was like, um, Lord of the Flies. You the tried to get frenzy. <laughs> yeah. So I remember I was at this guy's house and we got a girl to call us privately and we're on there and we're screaming or, or whatever. And we're like, Hey, hey, how many girls are there? Two girls. Okay. We're two guys. Meanwhile, we're two douchebags. And <laughs> we told them to meet us behind the high school, Southside High School. Like, they go, well, we can't get there till midnight. We didn't care. We were like, okay, we can do it. <laughs> we'll be there at midnight behind the high school. And these girls are like, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to hang with you guys and blah, blah, blah. And we stayed up, man. And then we go down, we wait and we go down to the high school at midnight. We're there. We're hanging out back there. Nothing's happening. It's pitch black. It's fucking illegal, I think, to even be at the school grounds. And we're waiting, waiting. Finally, car pulls up. Bunch of dudes get out to beat the shit out of us. <laughs> and we go running. Oh, we ran terrible. our asses off because they were going to kick our fucking ass. Oh, that's so and funny. Oh my God. Yeah. But like you, you, you know, you, they yeah, but, really like, scored, but he showed up and he saw girls. He didn't know. like getting them over a phone. Yeah, yeah, well, well we, I, we would I go, figured we if would... they didn't see me, it would be better. Like, they just surprise them with my looks. <laughs> we I don't would, know what made me would... think that girls in real life who saw me every day didn't want me. Why would I think the girls on the phone would want me when they saw me? I mean, I never thought it through completely. But, you know, and you're lucky Handjob Connie could have ended up being a, a knife-wielding maniac. You don't yeah, know, right. you know. Right. 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 But you know what? But she was, had references, you know. He had a friend yeah, who referred. We had friends, yeah. And the other <laughs> thing was, it would be only in the daytime. She wouldn't come. You would. She would not come out at night. Wow. It would have to be daytime, daylight. Yeah, she was probably scared because she's probably she had like a man. Sitting job. No, she used. Uh, my opinion of it was, 
she was just a weirdo and <laughs> she wanted she wanted to see if you go out at night now you got to turn lights on in a car or something right this girl wanted to see your dick this is what it right. was she she would stare at it and she would stare in your face like with this blank stare it it was almost really like scary to be honest with you and what she when you would when you would when you would come forget about it she would just stare at it as it was coming out it was wow. it was the weirdest thing it was really weird did you but it was, ever sh- but it felt did, you good. Ever, did you ever share her number with anyone like did you pass it on or were you like fuck this i'm keeping this no, to no, myself no 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 we kept we kept it among about four or five different people I don't know who ever, else had it. I, maybe there were other people, you know, with other groups of people. Right, right. Yeah. But in our group of people that had the numbers, it was only like four or five guys. And, and uh, you know, what a great ending to the story. If she, it ended up she became a urologist. Like, she became a world-renowned, <laughs> yeah, you know, right? for study of penis. But uh, who knows? Over, over a butter churner. <laughs> wow. Here is uh, Senator Bernie Sanders who says he knows what happens to he knows oh. what happened to Handjob Connie. He yes, Senator. Job Connie. Hello, yes, Senator. I, I work with Handjob Connie. She's a fellow senator. She gives handjobs to everybody here. She's huge on Capitol Hill. <laughs> she represents the district of rub and tug. You know, Ted <laughs> Kennedy used to blow the biggest load you've ever seen. Wow. If Connie well, only gives handjobs to the top one percent, that equals. 88% of all the jizz in the U.S. Senate. All right. Thank you, Bernie, Bernie Sanders says uh, she's in the United States Senate. Now, I really want to find out. Ron, maybe give the last name to the research team, and we'll contact okay. her discreetly and say, listen, uh, Ronnie remembers Let's you. Let's hope and... we can contact her. I mean, yeah, you... we'll try. That I would a love long to. time ago. Honestly, I could use a hand job. But, you know uh, what, what it, you know she could be Elon Musk's mother, you know it would be you don't know if it was like because <laughs> if she was around Ronnie's age, she'd be in her seventies now Hand yeah. Yeah, yeah, she had to be yeah she's got to be at least probably sixty nine seventy for sure. I, I told Beth have that, arthritis i to, i um oh, let's hope not i i oh yeah, I, like her hand doesn't work anymore Carpal tunnel. <laughs> right, she might have carpal tunnel. <laughs> now, I was telling Beth the story. She goes, and she did it for money, right? I go, no, she just wanted to jerk guys, and she yeah. she couldn't wrap her head around. It. She didn't want to hear about it. Uh, Carrie, you're on the air in New Hampshire. Hi, good morning, Howard. Hey, now, um, the reason why I'm calling, um, I don't blame Ronnie. Obviously, I mean he was a, he was a teenage boy, but something clearly was wrong with Connie. The poor thing. I mean, she had to. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was probably abused in an abusive, you know, maybe a family member was abusing her or something. I'm what sure that Handjob girl. Connie had a very healthy uh, family life. I'm, I'm, I'm positive of that. <laughs> a fine family. <laughs> I think you're wrong, Karen. I think you've got it all backwards. I think that she was like from a super together family. Her father nurtured her and gave her a lot of love. And, and she wasn't looking for men and penis because uh, she probably had excellent role models. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie keeps calling her a weirdo. That's it. Just seems so mean. I mean, at at, at his I call, age, I didn't if call he her was, a weirdo. I just said it was. She yes, was very did. strange. I yeah. said she's if very he strange. Said Karen, we're trying to get the story. Don't be so analytical. Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry I insulted you. Is your name really seven, Connie? <laughs> it's a seventeen-year-old boy. He's not right. doing a psychoanalysis of why this girl's <laughs> getting into his car to jerk him off. 
Ronnie's a 70-year-old man, and he's not doing psychoanalysis. <laughs> if anybody who gets in his car and gives him a hand job, he's just like, I'm getting a hand job. I don't need yeah, to know your backstory. He doesn't look at the ramifications that the girl <clears throat> must be leaving a, living a miserable life. And by the way, it's okay to say somebody was weird. We're not insulting her. She's not here. Let's go to Bob. The whole idea is weird. Bob in somebody New York. just gets into your car. Well, hey, we thought, we, even thought, we thought Robin, maybe... Robin, maybe you could learn a thing or two and get in my car. <laughs> yes, Bob. Hey, now, are you there? Hey, this chick was definitely on the spectrum. There's no doubt about it. I can't <laughs> understand how Ronnie could do that. It has oh. to be. I mean, Asperger's minimum, definitely definitely on the spectrum. Ron, I mean, I was as horny as the next guy at 14, 15 years old. I don't think I could handle that. There's no freaking way. No way. Yeah, I know what you the mean. Girl, Sometimes the girl acted normal, except for not talking to you, okay? It wasn't like she <laughs> and staring at sign language while you came. Well, but you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that scene in The Godfather where if you brought this girl a cupcake or a cannoli, she right. let you have sex with her. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so what are you going to do? Yeah, really? Uh, Who's going to turn it down? <laughs> yeah, like this guy would have turned it down. Who's he, yeah. is he kidding? Right, right. Nobody would turn that down, Ronnie. Oh. God, but we, what we, a the story. best part when once we got um we, when we had our cars, the, the back the thing back then was CB radio, and we put CB radios in our cars. And we used to meet girls <laughs> like crazy. It was nuts. Ronnie like lived a whole other. Ronnie lived a whole other sort of life than me. Like I wasn't into cars. I wasn't into CB radio. See, I wasn't the card. Why Ronnie loves the car? The right. car is equivalent to pussy with it. Right. So it's what happened, Ronnie? Bedroom. Did, did you get a lot of pussy off the CB radio? We used to pick up. No, it was pretty cool because actually we would we actually would pick up girls off the CB radio. Like you would talk to them and then, you know, you would set up a thing to go meet them and stuff like that. And it was kind of cool. But sometimes you would be pretty disappointed. But uh, the girls that were on CB radio, a few mm. times we hit good. But uh, most of the time it was girls that, you know, had nothing else did to you do except. Did you ever radio. get? Did you ever get catfished? Like a guy gets in the car, like you know what I mean? Like, oh no, hi. no, 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 no. We because the, the we had to, we were on this um, we were always on this channel, Channel One, and we had this club, like the Channel One Club, and yeah. it was we knew all the people pretty much after a while who was on there, and it, it, we never no we never, nothing like that ever happened. God, you know, uh, getting laid back then was like pulling off a heist. I mean, you had to get on the CB radio. You had to get in the club. You, you had, had to I have mean, yeah, it was fun, dude. In order yeah. to get it laid. Yeah. Did you ever fuck any of these girls from the CB radio? I, uh, I'd never, I didn't fuck this one. Uh, I met her one night. <laughs> I met her one night behind her house. Yeah. It was like a little, it was, <laughs> it's always not in a house. It's behind yeah. the house. Well, yeah, it, house. Was, it was a <laughs> night I, I met, I met her behind her house. It was like a garden apartment development and it had these little parks in the back where they had swings and shit and benches. And I met her, it was in the summertime. I met her one night back there and we were making out and, you know, little, little hand play with, you know, tits and, and pussy, but never fucked her though. No. Oh, she blew me in the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by the name, I think her name was Fuckface Fifi. <laughs> breaker, breaker, is ass crack Annie out there? No? How about good fuck Trudy? Put your friend, put your friend, maybe? You out there? Huh? 
Cunt stop, Claire. No, Over. I mean, back. Over. Used to, meet, used to meet a lot of people on it, though. That's Rim job, Rona? My, that's how I met my friend Shitbox Richie. Remember Shit, Shitbox Richie? Yeah. Rest in peace. Shitbox Richie, pervy Pete. I met him on CB radio. His father owned um, like one of these private cab companies. Right. And he used to dispatch the cabs at night. And uh, he would be oh, He was on like there Danny on, DeVito in Taxi. Right. And he yeah. he would be on there dispatching the taxis. And he would, he would come on to our channel and, and start talking to us when he wasn't busy. And that's how I, I met him on CB radio. Oh, no shit. He was a good guy. Made yeah. lifelong friends. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I remember. He, you know, he's dead, but uh, I knew him yeah. too because he. But his his claim to fame was when he was driving a limo. He he shit in a box. He, <laughs> he picked up some rabbi, right? The guy was a yeah. rabbi. He he had a yeah, pickup pick, for a rabbi. He picked up a rabbi at the airport, and it was he, fucked he up. Had to, he he had to drive him to Brooklyn to Williamsburg, and the guy went you know into his house and he he was changing his clothes or whatever, and. Yet Richie had to drive him somewhere else into the city afterwards, so he had to wait for him outside, and he got this attack. He had to take a shit like really bad, and he had a box in the trunk. Of, no, like, you're forgetting a part. You're forgetting the what? big part of it. What? Richie rings the doorbell for the rabbi, and he says, "Excuse me, uh, Rabbi, I, I I I have to go to the, I have to go to the bathroom. Can I use your bathroom?" Rabbi tells him no. Uh, he goes, oh, he yeah, right, right, yeah. I remember that? that part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Richie's like, this guy's a religious guy, and he won't even nice let me use his guy, bathroom. Yeah. Right. So, so, he, so, so, so Richie goes back to the car, grabs this box he carries for emergencies, and he shits in the box. Right, Ron? Yeah, what, he, he had the box. He had box was filled with shit, like um, uh, maps that he needed and stuff like that. It was like a, a box that he would keep stuff in, but he took the shit and he threw it out all over the trunk. And he took the box in the back of the limo and shit in the box. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then the, the, whole, the, the whole fucking car stunk. Oh, you're forgetting I, a part. You're forgetting a big part of it. So Richie's well, shitting in the box. You, you remember everything, man. I don't remember. Yeah, because the guy's dead. Shit. If I don't remember, his whole legacy is gone. <laughs> you got It's an important part of the story. So Richie's shitting in the box, and all of a sudden the rabbi starts banging on the glass to get in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> and Richie has to rush his shit. And then Richie realized the car stinks, so Richie gets out the other side of the door. He flings the shit out, and he knows the car. And the rabbi gets in with the, sh the, the shit smell in the car from, from uh, Shitbox Richie. That was the big story. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Well, it serves the rabbi right. Yeah, he wasn't very rab rabbinical, not letting <laughs> the guy, you know, use his bathroom. Yeah. 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 But, uh... Good times, wow. good times. <laughs> good times. So, Ron, what Ronnie's saying in high school, he had a whole underground network of pussy. Like, uh, he had Handjob Connie. But anyway. Yeah. Ass to mouth Amanda. Tit fuck Tanya. <laughs> stinky snitch Sarah. Uh, who, who else was that? Oh, giant clit Gina. Yeah, I liked her. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, we're going to try, I mean, we'll try and get in touch with Handjob Connie. Wouldn't you like to know what happened to her, Ron? Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, we could, we'll probably get one of our private eyes on that. See if we can find well, her. what if we do find out she's on the spectrum? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, what if it's Wendy? Right. Well, what, what do I know from that back then? You know, right. she seemed normal. She she could walk and she could get into my car. That's right. 
<laughs> she could walk, yeah. Howard. <laughs> she, could, could jerk, she could jerk me off good. So what, you know, who knew? If we find that she's know. on the spectrum, we might have to arrest Ronnie and just throw him in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's too much, man. That's just yeah, the it's greatest. Fun. All right, we'll try and fun, find her. So, fine times, man. Okay, answer <laughs> my friend's question. Do we know where Handjob Connie is? No. Will we try to find her? Yes. So stay tuned. We're on it. Ronnie and our whole staff will be assigned to find Handjob Connie. And with a little bit of luck, we'll be able to uh, get her. By the way, on a side note, I want to actually uh, tell people what Ronnie's been up to. He's been using Scott Schmier and the Hypnotist's audio tapes, and he says they've changed his life. So there you go. Oh, really? Like Scott Schmierin. Dude, that What's, stuff is awesome. What's going on with all that? Can you fill me in? Yeah. Um, so I, I work with, uh, I talk with Scott a couple of times, you know, uh, after, after I did my hypnotism on the show, and we talked about, you know, when I get, uh, a lot of anxiety with a lot of stuff going on and stuff like that. And, um, he made, he made these tapes for me, um, like relaxation tapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I go, you know, he told me exactly how to do it. You know, be in a quiet room where it's dark, mostly, uh, no, but no sounds, nice and quiet. And I, I put in the earbuds and I turn on the thing there. The tapes are about 30 minutes long. And by the time I'm done with it, I pass out before I get to the end of the tape. It's almost like meditation, I guess, because I know that's do you, you pass. Do you out. put it? In other words, do you uh, put it on at night with like earbuds so that Stephanie doesn't no. hear it? And then oh no, no. Most of the time I do it like um, probably in the afternoon. Okay. Uh, sometimes I'll do if I'm really fucked up in the head. I'll do it twice, like probably in the morning sometime like later in the morning and then like around five six o'clock and then i'm like mellowed out for the rest of the night which is good and i'm able able to go to sleep with no problem that's the other thing well what is getting you so upset it's all the moving stuff and everything yeah it's a a lot of stuff you know just uh you know a lot of pressure pandemic everything you're feeling pressure and just everything you you know so I'm telling you how great it works. Like it changes my whole, like even Stephanie, if you talk to her, she can't believe like, like uh, normally about certain, something I would get really upset about. I'll start screaming about it. You know, just now it's just like, okay, you know, I'll deal with it. And that's the way it's going to be. And, you know, if I, even if like uh, something with her, if I get angry with something that she did or something she said or we, we were going to have an argument we don't argue anymore it's just like okay you know let's talk about it and, and figure it out you know so it's 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 really been working great for me especially with the sleep man stephanie like, says so ronnie you something so but robin stephanie do... says ronnie listen to this for a second stephanie okay. says ronnie is more caring and loving to her since he started listening to the tapes wow right yeah. Right. I wonder what he's saying on those tapes, this Scott Schmarin. But I don't anyway, know. I'm saying no, to no. myself, <laughs> what do you, mean? you know, how Ronnie, whenever Ronnie and Stephanie try to do something together, like hang the Christmas lights or decorate for Christmas, they get into a fight. So you feel that now you two wouldn't even have that problem. Probably not. No, because we have, we haven't we don't fight. That's the whole thing. I mean, we don't. Wow. We, we for, well, Dude, I don't we, mean that you fought. Robin, fought. We, fought we mean, when, I mean that you would irritate each other and you'd you'd start calling each other names and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but that it was that was all 
I mean, it wasn't like very serious. Like, I mean, we goof around a lot. It sounded serious to me. Oh yeah, I know. Everybody thought it was. Who uh, who relaxed you more, Handjob Connie or Scott Schmarin? Scott Schmarin. Scott Schmarin. Handjob Schmarin. Handjob Schmarin. He relaxed me the best. All I know is Handjob Schmarin made uh, Ronnie behave like a human being, which is uh, (laughs) really the the guy's pretty remarkable. I'll tell you that. Yes, Mike, you're on the air. Incredible! What an ad for his services. I love Mike. You're on the air with uh, uh, Handjob Ronnie. (laughs) Hey now, hey now. All right. Hey, I got a question, and it was going to actually for Howard and Ronnie, and it kind of goes to what you guys are talking about. But I was going to ask Howard, do you miss your time one on one with Ronnie in the car? And Ronnie, same question to you. And maybe, you know, who knows, Howard was kind of, you know, the conversation you would have, it was almost like he was your therapist, so to speak, getting all that out. But I just want to ask if you guys missed Here's that. Here's the reality. I, uh, I, I do like Ronnie very much. So let me make, let me make that clear. Um, you know, and I always enjoyed when Ronnie and I would have a couple of conversations because it was as entertaining as what you just heard. I mean, Ronnie would tell me <laughs> stories about what was going on with his life. or his, It's just very – Ronnie's a good storyteller, and the stories are more bizarre. The ones I can't tell on the air are even more bizarre <laughs> than what you're hearing here on the air. Yeah, Ixnay, you know. Deep Throat Debbie. <laughs> right. I won't talk about Deep Throat Debbie. But anyway – thank you. No, but Ronnie and I have had a long history, and I know Ronnie a long time, and I really do enjoy Ronnie. I do not, you know, miss the part of Ronnie who, when he gets angry and he's bouncing me around in the limo as he screams at people in traffic, <laughs> you know, I, that maybe part, that and, would be all gone now. Well, it's maybe gone. with Scott Schmarin, <laughs> with Handjob Schmarin. But uh, I mean, I don't miss the uh, commuting. In other words. Getting in the car, having to deal with uh, getting in the building. You know what I mean, Ronnie? The whole day-to-day routine. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Dude, I don't, I don't think I, don't... I could do it anymore, to be honest with you. Is that right? Because you're so I out of practice. I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could deal with the traffic in the city anymore. I mean, now, I know it's not as bad right now. Right. Uh, but if it ever got back to normal, the way, I, I, I don't think I could deal with it. I really don't. Your heart's, your heart's not in it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, I've been away for, from it so long. You know, that I got so used to not being in that craziness and the hustle and the bustle and the running and, and got to be there at this certain time. You got you got to be here and you got to be there, you know, and, and you know, it's I don't miss it. I really yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie miss was it. Ronnie was very conscientious at his job. So what that meant is I, I don't think I can recall a time that Ronnie was ever late. Uh, he took his job very seriously, and really driving in the city is, as as anyone who's lived in New York City can tell you, is very harrowing. I don't care how great a driver you are, it, it is so fucking difficult to navigate some of those streets and the people's attitudes, and you know, uh, banging on the car because you're you know you're driving the wrong way, and then there's ticketing, and it's just it's just a nightmare. So, I know I don't miss that aspect of of uh, my relationship with Ronnie. And I don't miss, you know, getting in the car. And I think about all the hours of my life I spent in the car trying to get from one place to another. And then when I was doing AGT and the radio show, and then I'd have meetings and this and that, Ronnie and I would spend the whole day driving around in the city. So, all day yeah, and I don't all miss night. <laughs> all day and all night. Right. And so, yeah, I don't I don't miss that so much. But I do miss hanging out with Ronnie. It was it was pleasant and it was funny to uh, have stories and I, and I, I, I feel close to Ronnie. I do. I feel like, you know, we know each other, what, 30 something years. Yeah. 35 uh, years. Yeah. I, I always enjoyed talking with Ronnie 
and uh, checking in with him. So, yeah, I, I miss that aspect of it. I do. Yeah, I, I, I miss it also. Um, but, you know, we do keep in touch and we do talk off the air on the right. phone now. Yep. Uh, yep. Unlike Robin, who doesn't return a phone call. I'm still, I'm looking at you going, I need to return his phone call. I really, I'm, I'm working <laughs> mean, on it. You mean hand job, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> See, in the beginning, in the beginning of the pandemics, uh, she would, uh, she would an even actually answer the phone. Right. Now, <laughs> as, as it went along, as it went along. You now leave her I would call you back. This is the first time I haven't called back. And she Stop would it. call you back maybe a day or two later. Listen. But, uh, now, now it's like, uh, fuck you, I ain't calling him back. No, not it's making... not a fuck you. I look every, I don't even erase your message because I want to keep re being reminded I need to call oh, okay. you. Gotcha. It's been months I'm going to tell you something. You want to fucking asshole. You wanna hear you. somebody with a complaint, talk to Ralph. He never gets any attention. <laughs> yeah, I wanna I wanna say something. I as someone who does speak to Robin on the phone, I'm one of the few who is granted that privilege. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Ronnie, I don't I wouldn't take it personally. What she she is so busy. I can't I, it's personal, but I can't tell you with what, but she is such a mogul now. <laughs> she is so busy that there is absolutely no time in her day for nonsense, like a personal phone conversations. I'm telling you. Well, again, it's like I yeah. got so busy in the pandemic and then this reopening, like now you're trying to fit in going someplace occasionally. <laughs> it's taken yeah. up all my time. <laughs> yeah, she's very, very busy. She's constantly busy. But uh, okay. anyway, gotcha. listen. All right. So the point I'm making this morning with peace and love, we're going to for those of you who want to hear about uh, this uh Hand job, uh, Connie. We're going to try and track her down. By the way, I think while there's I a movie in this. If we find, it, oh, there definitely is a movie. Um, yeah. What if like she? What if it turns Day out? Play her. What if it turns out she's like now? You know, running. Uh, you know, she's changed her name and she's running a big company. Netflix. You know, I mean, Netflix. What if she's running? Yeah, Netflix? she's Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Connie Sarandos. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Ted doesn't know his wife was handjob Connie? <laughs> oh, she definitely was not handjob Connie. Uh, please, don't even I suggest know, that. I'm only Lovely teasing. woman. Lovely woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just joking. I was just kidding. Yeah, no, 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 no. We don't want to even, we don't even want to joke about that. No, hey, no, um, no. I'm just imagining. While I'm here with Ronnie, um, here, just so you know, Ronnie, the uh, other day we did play, as long as I got him here, the other day we did play a tape of uh, Ronnie doing, uh, by the way, what a job you did. Uh, dry Lisa was dry. Her vagina was dry. <laughs> First of all, Ronnie, I was shocked how Dry Lisa was a good-looking woman. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I saw her. She's a good-looking woman. Yeah, I saw the and, picture. I saw the picture. Yeah, I was shocked. And uh, I didn't know what I expected, but... Anyway, Dry Lisa has a husband. She's very dry in the vagina. She says uh, she's completely dried up. And then she said, I bet Ronnie could get me wet. Ronnie, of course, got on the phone with her in a very graphic way. And, uh, in fact, got Dry Lisa to be wet Lisa, right? You got her wet. And, uh, yeah, she and, was and you know, you, people only heard, like, you know, small parts of that conversation. I mean, that, that phone conversation went on for over an hour. Wow. It, it was It was crazy. I might need to hear more of that, but uh, Ronnie uh, was able to hydrate Dry Lisa, <laughs> and uh, we did we did get fan feedback. Dry Lisa, oh, this was terrible. Dry Lisa should be ashamed of herself, fawning over Ronnie with a husband at home. Got a point there. 
She should either do her best to have sex with her husband or let him go. As for Ronnie, I'm sorry, but he was cheating on Stephanie in that call. <laughs> Dirty talk to the point of pre-coming in his underpants is over the line. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Did you get any uh, blowback from Stephanie? Was she upset with your intimate conversation with Dry well, Lisa? I don't think she know. She knows I was doing that. She knew I was mm -hmm. going to do the phone call with Lisa, but I don't know if she knows the extent it went to. Right. Well, you oh. better pray she, she doesn't never find out. She never asked me. She never asked me about it. And, uh, you know, I would tell her. You know. Wow. Well, there you go. All right. There's an I mean, update. You know, I, didn't, I didn't, I, you know, uh, you know, you didn't I, feel yeah. you were cheating. No, no. no. I was doing, you know, I was, I was doing stuff for the show. No. You know. Well, let me Stephanie ask you. I felt only no, I felt, no and I felt I felt bad for you know. I feel bad for her that she she can't get off. You know, you know what, she doesn't Ron? want to get off. I don't know what her deal is. To be honest with you, I didn't put much credibility in this letter. I was like, hey, why is this guy busting Ronnie's balls? But now I'm thinking about it. If Stephanie was on the show and had phone sex, graphic phone sex for over an hour with one of our male listeners, you would probably be upset, right? Yeah, probably. Right. I didn't yeah, think of that. Probably. She should only squirt for me. And you know what? I mean, funny when part, I, I, I listened to the clips we played, I was like, this is this is getting a little on over the edge here. Wow. You know? I didn't, oh, you I should didn't listen think to the whole phone. You should listen to the whole hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> it ain't cheating. Wow. It's charity. Well, yeah, it was uh, a, tell it was Stephanie. A Tell Stephanie we have a listener named Soft Bob. He can't get hard, <laughs> and she needs to get him hard and see how that goes. Well, there you go. So there was some controversy with dry Lisa, now hydrated Lisa. Uh, Ronnie I'm did a curious, great job. I'm curious. Here's what I'm curious of. What? Does her husband know about this? Right. Right. I don't see dry Lisa on the phone, unfortunately, so we can't, we can't get we can't him get on there. get an update, yeah. Well, it seems like Wolfie's got some kind of uh, uh, constant, you know, thing with her that he talks to her. So maybe he could find out. All right. Well, we'll look into that. We got a lot to look into. We're going to try and find Handjob Connie. Um, somebody suggested to me that uh, she changed her name and became Elizabeth Warren and then became a United States <laughs> Senator. But <laughs> yeah, I think they were. Joking. That would be the greatest. Wouldn't that be great? Handjob Connie made something of her life. Um, yeah. All right. So we're going to look into all that. By the way, if I may continue with long, uh, yes. Okay. Thank you, Ron. Right, if man. I may, thank you. If I, if I may continue with some of the fans writing in, and I thought I was glad to see this. On Monday's show, Robin described some of her friends who were still hesitant about the, getting the COVID-19 vaccination. The fans think Robin needs new friends. That's exactly what I said. Uh, I don't know well, how those, friends... those people are... Uh, it's really like a thinning of the herd going yep. on around here. I can't believe Robin has friends who believe in witches and potions but not vaccinations. It's time to reconsider who your no, friends are, Robin. No, all those people got vaccines. The witches are vaccinated. <laughs> Robin's friends will put coffee up their ass, but they're afraid of putting a vaccine into their body. And these Tell aren't Robin, the coffee people either. Tell Robin to stay away from these so-called friends. We need our sweet Robin safe and healthy. <laughs> there you go. The fans care. I'm I curious to know. Staying away. I'm curious to know who Robin spends her time with that has hesitations about the vaccine. How does such a bright woman like Robin hang around with those dopes? Uh, that's Again, my question. I, I'm not a judgmental person. Mm. And well, I maybe talk you should to be. everyone. 
And I've known these people for a very long time, but uh, I guess the time has come to end all those things. Thank you. Here, here. I'm, I'm a very, very happy to hear that. By the way, as long I mean, as I'm and not it's in the- not a lot of friends. It's just, you know, one or two.